Good morning, Malaysia. On to here, coming to you live from Ankasa, Burikwal, Lumpur. 15 minutes past 11. Now, if you want to join us, join the conversation, you can always do so via our Facebook Live because we are currently live on Facebook at Tracks FM Official. Once again, the handle is T-R-A-X-F-M-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And we are also currently joined by DJ Langkawi FM. We have Natia as well. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Otto. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. So it looks like we have a little bit of delay, but no problems over there. Uh, we have a special guest here mm-hmm. in the studios with us today. Uh, we have Uzaidi Udanis. He's the president of Malaysia Tourism Council and president of Mita. Thank you so much for coming to the studio with us. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're talking about sustainable tourism industry, right? So let's start off with this. Can you tell us more about Malaysia Inbound Tourist Association? Uh, who are the people behind Mita and what do you do? Yeah, I want to, first of all, I would like to thanks to RTM, especially to Tracks FM, eh, for having me here. This is actually a, a second time, so it's, it's nice to be here. And, and uh, Mita is, uh, uh, I, you know, is an NGO. It's a non-profit organization, and uh, we have started in 2000. Four, so we are roughly about 19 years. Uh, is uh, we are in teenagers. He is still in teenagers years, and uh, well, we are focusing more on uh, how to to make sure that uh, we empower the inbound tourisms uh, more to outbound tourisms. Uh, inbound meaning we are bringing uh, the tourists to Malaysia. We are bringing money in more than we are bringing money out. That's the, that's the uh, biggest, uh, the philosophy that we are behind, uh, Mita. Uh, therefore, a lot of uh, a lot of players are involved, uh, not only travel agents, not only hotels, not only shall, uh, also include the, uh, the uh, well, homestays, uh, uh, restaurants, F&B, uh, the jet ski in Langkawi, yeah? uh, uh, and, <laughs> and Natia is there. So, uh, so, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of players, uh, we get in them involved in this our session. So, we are now currently we're having uh, more than 3,500 members uh, nationwide, including Sabah and Sarawak. Now, Natia, uh, you have a question for our guest for today, right? All right. Yeah. How uh, do you uh, describe uh, Malaysia's uh, tourism industry state at the moment? <laughs> That's a good question, sir, Natia. In fact, after three years of pandemic, uh, we are in the stage of recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's like, like we were in ICU before, uh, almost three years in ICU, and some of us have, uh, have been discharged. Some of us have been transferred to the normal ward. And, uh, but, but overall, we still requ- require a lot of uh, what we call physio, what we call it therapy, a lot of uh, uh, vitamins need to be <laughs> to be consumed. What, what a way to explain <laughs> it. Yeah, okay. and, and of course, the vitamin M, as you know, <laughs> vitamin M, the money is very important. So therefore, uh, we are recovery, but a lot of challenges. We found that a lot of challenges that we need to solve all the problems as soon as possible. I think the Langkawi, especially Langkawi, is the, the main icon of destinations for Malaysia. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of challenges. Uh, but again, uh, we are doing well uh, compared to uh, previous year, compared to, of course, uh, since the pandemic. Now, uh, how do we compare to other countries ah. with regards to this? <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, actually, uh, Otto, it's not so bad. Not so bad. Eh? But uh, as you know, tourism industry is one of the most competitive industry in the world. Eh? And, uh, and, and therefore, we need to keep thinking out of the box. And, and, and if you want to compare Apple to Apple, uh, let's dive in into a major market for us. Eh? It's China and India. Uh, you look into the Indian market where you used to have uh, received 735,000 Indian tourists in 
2019 that means before the covid eh? and last year up to september uh, about 187000 uh, indians uh, visited uh, malaysia but let's look at our neighboring countries uh, thailand for example thailand thailand uh, where they receive more than 1 millions uh, compared to us 180000 last year so i think uh, i think we you need to to think revisit how can we try to improve our numbers uh, and thailand has uh, targeted uh, more than 1 uh, 1.4 million this year whereas we are targeting 400000 okay. uh, we have a lot of uh, we have a very good connections uh, from india to malaysia uh, but uh, uh, we have to think how can we can improve these numbers uh, one of it may be the uh, the regulations we need to have a look uh, of course uh, uh, we love to talk about the voa uh, meta has been championing uh, for many years on voa to make it easier for uh, tourists to come here to malaysia and visit malaysia and enjoy malaysia uh, that's one of the agenda that we are we are trying to uh, trying to convince uh, our ministry i'm sure uh, with the new minister yang berhormat datuk uh, sri tiong king singh eh, i think he he himself uh, managed to uh, to get this this agenda uh, into a, a proper uh, channel Now, we, if you're just tuning in right now, we're talking to Zaidi Udanis. He's the president of Malaysia Tourism Council and also president of uh, Mita. Uh, we're talking about sustainable tourism industry. Now, Natia, I'm sure you have a question for our guest today. All right. Uh, what are the issues uh, that the tourism industry is currently facing? Well, Natia, I think uh, you require. I think you require more than one one day to, for me to table up all the issues. But uh, nevertheless, uh, with, when the international borders open, the industry, I think, they start to realize that they have they are facing a lot of issues, a lot of challenges. So we realize that we don't have enough workers. Uh, we know that uh, there are some uh, uh, using the robots uh, for serving the uh, the guests. But uh, you know, uh, for example, the hotel uh, hospitality, uh, the hospitality services. We need a lot of workers uh, to deliver a good service. We need to make sure the room are in uh, in right order before the customers or before the tourists are check in. Uh, we don't want the tourists to to wait until at 3 p.m. <coughs> for them to check in. Uh, so this this is come back to the uh, the services, the good services. Uh, and and they co- they keep on comparing to other countries which have the best pre- perspective. Therefore, uh, we need to make sure that uh, uh, the government is allowed us to uh, to, in, to 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 bring in uh, foreign workers for short term. For short term, because we know that the the numbers of workers that uh, we have been uh, we have been have, have been uh, maintained has been gone to somewhere else. They have they are doing their own business. They have their own, they they went to uh, other industry. So therefore, uh, we need to restart. We need to reset back. So that in the long short term, uh, we need uh, workers, foreign workers. That's one of the issue. And also the other thing is uh, we need to make sure that uh, the uh, the flights, uh, the accessibility, are uh, in back to normal. At the moment now, I was told that uh, we only have achieved seventy uh, percent uh, compared to the twenty uh, uh, So we need a lot of flights. We need a lot of. Uh, aircraft but there's not enough aircraft because the 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 the, the what they call the, the mainstream airlines they are trying to their best to make sure the 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 aircraft are airworthy AOZ is not just start start the engine and fly. If you're only that simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have to have to make sure the all the old inspections, the regulations, everything. So therefore, we need to have uh, to encourage a charter flights. Mm-hmm. We need to encourage the charter flights uh, operators to you know to to operate here. To charter flight is not cheap. 
It's very expensive. Yep. Therefore, the uh, through this budget, we are hoping that there, there are some uh, incentive budget, incentive tax uh, relief uh, for these uh, uh, charter flights operators uh, for us to bring in more tourists to uh, to, Mala- uh, to Malaysia. If you compare to even China accessibility, where the China is open, uh, we are the one of the top twenty uh, countries who uh, you know the, the Chinese would like to, to go, but uh, we don't have enough uh, flights. Uh, therefore, mm-hmm. the flights fare is, is very expensive, and uh, we we have to now at the moment we have to depend on Singapore Changi airports. Mm-hmm. So we have to ferry them from Singapore Airport to uh, to Semenanjung. So that's, that's a, bit, a bit troublesome. So we need uh, to encourage a lot of uh, charter flights. Therefore, we need to have this uh, incentive uh, tax, of, especially tax uh, for the uh, for the charter flights operator. Now, that's very interesting over there. Now, uh, we are currently talking to Uzaidi Udanis. He's the president of Malaysia Tourism Council and president of MITA. We're talking about sustainable tourism industry. And also today, we are joined by our friend from uh, Alangkawi FM, Natia. Now, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back right here on tracks stay tuned it's not with the song called dreams come true right here on tracks fm's momentum as well as we are joined with our friends from langkawi fm we have natia on the line as well good morning morning <laughs> thank you so much for joining us here so it's a very special occasion for us joined uh, with uh, our friends from langkawi fm and in the studios we have our guest yuzaidi udanis he's the president of malaysia tourism council and president of mita we're talking about sustainable tourism industry now if you'd like to join the conversation we are currently live on Facebook as well at T-R-A-F-F-M-O-F-F-I-C-I-A I'd just like to say hi to Patricia Lim Li Tiang thank you very much for joining us as well so make sure that you share and also comment if you'd like to join the conversation now now back to the topic at hand uh, Hi, we talked about high airfares and the continuity of uh, transportation here in Malaysia. Uh, these are some of the restrictions that are among some of the main concerns regarding the performance of our tourism industry. Now, uh, in your opinion, what are the reasons behind these challenges and uh, what would you suggest that uh, can be done to help solve the problems aside from making more, you know, uh, more convenient for our tourists to come to Malaysia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, it's actually demand. It depends on demand and supply. Uh, you're talking about the aircrafts, uh, the airfare. Of course, now the airfare is, is, is a bit on the high side because of the demand is more. Uh, if you look into uh, the flights from, from KL to London, uh, more Malaysians going there uh, compared to uh, from you know from the other side. So this is uh, we have a high demand from from Malaysia. So wow. it depends demand and supply. Uh, and uh, but of course that I mentioned earlier that we need to uh, to encourage more airlines, more aircrafts. So I'm so sure that the Malaysian Airlines, uh, Malaysian Airports are doing that now, currently, aggressively. And uh, we're hoping that uh, after our recognitions of uh, the industry, our aviation industry, to Category 1. Now we are Category 1. We are on the mm-hmm. tops in the category on terms of safety, in terms of all the uh, the measurements. Eh? So uh, we, we hope that uh, more flights uh, from all over the world, especially from U.S. Uh, we haven't got any uh, direct flights from U.S. Uh, currently. So we hope that the Malaysian Airport, Airport will be able to, uh, to convince the uh, the American Airlines to come here uh, and then the they American US it has a very uh, big market mm-hmm. uh, not only tourists but for the uh, for the businessmen for the investors and everything where Singapore Airlines have so many flights uh, from US uh, that's one of it so it's demand and supply yep. uh, currently if you're talking about China China is a huge market uh, where Malaysian Airlines now are flying to Canton currently they don't fly to Beijing yet mm-hmm. so it takes a lot of times for them to fly into uh, certain major major cities uh, therefore we, we require a lot of alternative uh, 
flights, uh, especially the charter flights. And we also require a lot of uh, ferries, uh, especially we are depending so much on the on the what they call the Southeast Asia, especially in Indonesia. So we need a lot of ferries uh, to transfer uh, those tourists to Malaysia, especially on the medical uh, tourism. There, these are the the low hanging fruits we should be able to grab. And uh, you're talking about uh, restriction into regulation. We have to relook on the regulation. How to make sure that the tourists can come easily, conveniently, and but we cannot compromise the security. I am so sure the KDN, the immigration department has a, has a, 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 their own way uh, to make sure that uh, our security are in order. Uh, but uh, we have to make sure that uh, also the tourists can come and easily. Uh, VOA, visit, uh, visa on arrival, is, I think uh, it's, it's a must. And uh, at the moment, currently only two countries uh, benefit this uh, visa on arrival. Even that, they have to go to uh, uh, different countries before coming here mm-hmm. to get the uh, visa on arrival. They have to go to Thailand. They have to go to either Thailand or Indonesia or Singapore or Brunei, these four countries, before they can come and apply for visa on arrival. Why should we uh, allow those countries, uh, those tourists go to other countries, then come here for, for, uh, for, the, uh, for, the, benefit, for the facilities of a visa on arrival? Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, Thailand, uh, as you know that we, they have received a lot. They have received yeah. more uh, tourists. They are opening up. They are opening up. There are more to, uh, tourists. In fact, Saudi Arabia, which is very, uh, very strict, uh, but now they are really targeting uh, leisure tourists. They mm. are they are spending they are spending one trillion US dollar uh, just to get one hundred millions of tourists by twenty thirty. Just imagine that this, wow. is, this is a huge amount. So therefore, we we cannot be on this on the same level uh, like in twenty nineteen. We need to be better than twenty nineteen. Therefore, we need to step up. We need to make sure there's a revolutions. Revolutions require a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we need to see and look how can we make it easier. How can we make we can lure the tourists not only one time but repeat tourists. Mm. We don't have to spend so much money on promotion promotion. So we need a repeat tourists. Repeat tourists require contents activities. They don't come here to see KLCC for first year. Second year they want to see KLCC again. No, they want to see a contents. What can we offer? What can we uh, organize activities in KLCC? Mm-hmm. Example, this example. So we need to do a lot of things. Uh, I'm so sure that with the uh, the new governments, uh, the new uh, all the tourism players uh, will be able to uh, to get hold of these uh, challenges and issues. Definitely. So we just cannot wait for the performance for uh, see how actually the budget 2023 will happen. But anyway, when it comes to one of the popular destinations here in Malaysia, Langkawi tourism, what do, what do you think about their performance? Yeah, I think uh, Langkawi, as you know, is, it is one of the icon uh, destination for us. Uh, we in tourism industry uh, has this say that if, tour, uh, if Langkawi is okay, our tourism industry is okay. If tur- uh, in Langkawi is good, our tourism industry is good. So it's, it's related, very directly related. Uh, but again, we have to see uh, what, what kind of uh, uh, tourist market that we want to, uh, to uh, market. Are, are, we, are we targeting the same one in Phuket? Uh, Phuket market uh, with the same one in Bali uh, so we have to be differentiated we have to make sure that we have our own contents for example the culture of course Langkawi is full of culture but where can we where can they find culture where can they even the simple culture show where can they find a simple culture show uh, to watch to enjoy a simple culture show in Langkawi do, do you have it so this kind of things, these are the contents that we require. But again, uh, in terms of logistics, uh, we hope to we can encourage more charter flights. In terms of ferry, mm-hmm. the ferry, uh, we having a, a, a tough time uh, facing all these uh, ferries uh, challenges. Uh, we, you know, uh, for the past few months, we only have about what three times per, per day or four times per day. Mm-hmm. And during school holidays, uh, some of them they cannot get even get the seats on the ferry. So uh, this there will be a you know uh, it will be a major problem if there's a huge demand uh, for. 
Langkawi. Therefore, we have to see and think what kind of uh, tourists we need. Do we need a high end? But we have a lot of homestay there. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, three-star or budget hotel. We have a lot of different range of uh, accommodation there. So therefore, we need to cater the whole uh, all kind of uh, market. But how to go there? Mm-hmm. By flight is maybe getting expensive, and but the the ferry is uh, not enough uh, ferry enough. So I'm sure that there's the, the, the Ministry of Transport will try to uh, try to find ways and solutions. But we need to do fast. We need to find solution fast. It's possible today. <laughs> there you go, Nastia. You have to find a solution very fast right now. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, tourist activities there in Langkawi. So what question do you have for our guest today? All right. Uh, you were reported to have said that we want the tourists to come, and at the same time, uh, we want to control the pandemic. So, what can be done to balance tourist arrival at uh, and pandemic control perfectly? Yeah, yeah I think I think uh, that's the uh, the I would call it a golden questions. Uh, you you need to balance the new model, new new uh, new normal. We need to balance the the pandemics of uh, tourists and also the pandemic of economy, a pandemic of COVID and the pandemic of economy uh, economy. So that, therefore. Uh, we have to think forward. We can't just be more emotional. Uh, previously, when when I mentioned that uh, we are welcome Chinese tourists to Malaysia, we be, I've been bombarded. I've been so so many critics, so many uh, negative uh, comments on my all of the social media. But I think to have to look in log- objectively, uh, Chinese tourists spend money. Uh, they they spend average about one thousand five hundred US dollar at one times. So if we uh, what we what maybe you know if we target five millions, what we had mentioned by the minister I think we we can contribute a lot uh, to Malaysian economy so therefore we have to think uh, how can we minimize the pan- the spread of the, uh, the covid but again we have to make sure that the tourists are here and they want to enjoy uh, to and to uh, to spend money here so this is a is a, a, a big challenge and uh, the, this question is very tough for me to answer but uh, it's our job not only my job not only the community kesihatan job but everybody's job to make sure that is our our health being the the priority now regarding promotion and health safety awareness among tourists how do you describe the tourist confidence in traveling and how can we actually guarantee that tourists safety when traveling I think looking at the uh, scenario of the whole world, uh, global, uh, uh, especially in the in the US and the Europe, uh, they, they, are, they are now opening. They open up the uh, the economy. They are, they are they are welcoming all the, especially those countries like uh, <laughs> uh, like Chinese. Yeah? They 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 welcome. Uh, so uh, talking about the confidence level, I think uh, we are almost there uh, to back to the uh, to 2019's uh, scenario. Uh, nowadays, uh, very rare for me to see uh, people who are wearing masks, <laughs> face masks. So, uh, it, but it's up to us to, to make sure that to protect our health. Uh, uh, the confidence level, you look at the airport, you just look at the airport, there are not enough flights. You look at the ferry, there are not enough ferry. <laughs> so, there are more, there are more, more, uh, more tourists are so confident of this, uh, this scenario and, 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 and it, will, it makes worse when there, there's a revenge traveling. And I'm sure, <laughs> I am sure if there's enough flights, there are more Chinese tourists come here. Yeah. So the so, so that that the, the the confidence level is good, and we hope to, uh, to make sure that the level is is to be maintained uh, without any pandemic, any more future pandemic. <laughs> no, Natia, you heard that right. So we have to mm-hmm. build more confidence towards yeah. uh, our tourists, especially from China, in order to generate more income for the country. Now, Natia, you have a question as well, right? When it comes mm-hmm, to SOP, mm-hmm. yeah, is there an SOP uh, put in place to ensure uh, tourist uh, safety, and is it uh, the same? SOP applied mm. to all countries. Yeah, I, I think the uh, the what do you call it, the 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 COVID nineteen is so progressive. They have so dynamic. 
and I'm very I'm very sure that the uh, Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia they know they know better so they, they they will advise us what to do what should be done what should be shouldn't be done uh, we depending on that uh, previously when say that oh when we open to Chinese uh, tourists there are more pandem- there are more cases here Uh, but not not that uh, they they were saying that the data didn't show that uh, yeah, we we didn't have any spark or, or spike or whatever so that therefore uh, the the SOP uh, is we have to depend on the KKM Kementerian Kesihatan Malaysia and also the other the, the authorities and uh, looking at the airport I just came back from US uh, from Los Angeles uh, they were saying they were doing the same even though they were say oh the pandemic from the from the COVID from Chinese China to China but they were uh, practicing the same uh, SOP like. Like us, there's no extra extra precaution or whatever measurement. Uh, you're talking about UK, and they were the same. So uh, we have to um, we have to make sure that we are relevant and uh, compared to others. Do not don't don't just make it difficult for our tourists to come, but on the other side, different countries make it easier for them. So this actually we uh, the SOP we have to depend on the on KKM. They are the expert, and we always communicate with the KKM. And I hope that uh, the the dynamic of the uh, dynamism of the uh, this. COVID will die die sooner <laughs> rather than, than uh, longer and longer. <laughs> I think we share the same opinion as well. But anyway, we are talking to Yuzaidi Udanis. He's the president of Malaysia Tourism Council and president of MITA. We're talking about sustainable tourism industry here in Malaysia. Now we're going to take a short break and we're also joined by our friends from Langkawi FM and DJ Natia as well. So stay tuned. We have more questions lined up and more interesting topics to talk about right here on Tracks of M. Alicia Keys, Best of Me, bringing the time to 43 minutes past 11. We are also currently joined from our Our friends from Langkawi FM, DJ Natia, good morning to you. Good morning to you back. <laughs> Now, we've already heard from our guest today. Uh, we were talking about Uzaidi. We're talking to Uzaidi Udanis. He's the president of Malaysia Tourism Council and also president of MITA, talking about sustainable tourism industry. And uh, Langkawi is one of the best destinations to actually uh, measure how actually how many people are coming to Malaysia. And well, uh, well, if you've just tuned in, uh, we did mention as well our guest talking about how many uh, Chinese tourists actually come to Malaysia. And on average, they spend about 1,000, 5, 1,005 on average, which is very very good so i'm not sure whether our tourism industry is going to focus more on our chinese or china tourists here in malaysia or others like saudi arabia and all that totally depends on what will happen with the budget but anyway uh If you like to join the conversation, we can always do so because we are currently live on Tracks FM official. That's C-R-A-X-F-M-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Leave a comment if you want to. Say hi, hello. But anyway, uh, will the tourism industry go back to the way it used to? And uh, if so, how long before we can actually see that uh, tourism industry return to what it is pre-COVID? Yeah, I think it's a very tough question too. Uh, you know, the, uh, with these, uh, the pandemic has been gone for almost three years. Eh? Uh, we are trying to recover and some of us did not make it. Uh, again, you look into the, the whole, uh, what they call inventories, the whole products, uh, the whole capacity, our carrying capacity. Uh, it takes times. It takes times. Uh, for example, we have thousands of buses, more than 6,000 buses. And, uh, and 50% of the buses have not been uh, renewed, uh, road tax. Uh, due to you know so many issues, the uh, the what they call the capital rolling capitals, uh, so we, we depend on so much on the uh, the budgets uh, for us to recover. Uh, we require a revolution's budget. Therefore, we need to make sure that uh, a revolution budget can be in place for us to move to spark this uh, tourism industry. Uh, if if the government spend, uh, we make sure that if the government spend one ringgit. 
the national will make at least will bring in 10 ringgits the ROI return on investment therefore in terms of the recovery uh, talk, uh, compared to other countries compared to other industry compared, if you're talking about Singapore Uh, there's no there's no enough uh, rooms available in hotel they having all kind of conference seminars or events every week uh, so therefore there's no enough and they have plenty of flights uh, and compared to our KL it's not so bad uh, but uh, we need to uh, to work further to work harder especially in Langkawi to certain resorts with uh, accessibility has kind of uh, problems uh, we need to bring in more new uh, tourisms uh, the, uh, products Wedding tourisms, uh, we know that it's very is a hit from in, uh, for Indians uh, tourists, and also the cruise. We are surrounded by the sea. Uh, we don't have many uh, cruise operators here, so therefore we need to encourage uh, cruise uh, tourism. So these are the new products, as which in camping and glamping. Uh, these are the things that uh, we we require a lot of uh, new innovative way. But new innovative way is not cheap. Uh, requires a, a big investment. Who is going to uh, to support our investment? The bank will think that. Uh, the industry is on the high side high high risk so they are not be able to give uh, any assistance or loans uh, to our players so therefore we need a revolutions uh, budget uh, if you, uh, to, to answer your questions is depending on the budget how can we do it for this year how can we move forward this year now with regards to budget 2023 uh, mm-hmm. um anatia what do you think this 24th of february Yeah, the budget for 2023 will be tabled on uh, 24th of February 2023. Yes, what would you um, like to see included in the budget, uh, and why is it important to be included in the budget, and who will benefit from it, and how? <laughs> I think that there will be a very going to be a very long list, <laughs> but I'm going to shorten it. Uh, first, of course, uh, <laughs> we need to promote. We need to we need to make sure that we we promote our products well, we promote our destinations, even though we are well known as uh, truly Malaysia. Truly Asia, we have to make sure to emphasize these slogans. Uh, you know uh, the the brand, the global brand, Nike, whatever, McDonald, everything. They are still promoting. They are still uh, doing a lot of uh, promotion, and they put a lot of budgets on promotion. Therefore, uh, we need to uh, to make sure that these budgets, if possible. To have more on promotional budget, we we have we have we have shown that a lot of a lot of a lot of a return can be done through promotions. And secondly, the logistics to make sure how can we solve these problems on logistics? Should we give incentive uh, to uh, to uh, to charter flights operator, to ferry operators, to cruise operators for them to operate here uh, to bring in more tourists to have to so that they can be accessible, more accessible to uh, uh, to Malaysia. And uh, uh, we also need to make sure that there's a Recovery fund, recovery funds to renew our what do you call it, to renew our vehicles. Uh, we are now targeting luxury tourists. Do we have this kind of tour, uh, vehicles? Do we have the long stretch uh, limo? I don't see it. <laughs> so uh, why why you know, all these things? Uh, we need to make sure we are equipped. Uh, to deliver our service. Uh, then the, the workers. Should we? Should, how can we encourage more locals uh, to join our industry? This industry is not, you know, it's not the probably is probably considered as the dirty. Uh, they uh, they don't want to be a waiter, but it's a must for them. If you want to be a general manager, it's a must. You must make sure that you are you have, have experience as a waiter before going to the uh, up to the ladder. So do we have? Do we need to encourage uh, more parents to send children to 
the uh, the colleges to study uh, tourism and hospitality. At the moment now, we're having tough time to get students. Uh, students prefer to have to go on other industry, other other area. So, so these are the things, and and and, and the industry, the the financial. How can we try to? How can we improve the financial uh, assistance? Uh, if the banks uh, do not want uh, to to give out loan to the industry players, tourism players, can the government give incentive to the banks? Like what we what they did in 1990, where they encouraged banks to give loan to uh, to to travel agents, to, to operators, and everything. Or should we uh, set up a tourism bank? Well, you know, tourism bank is um, is uh, solely to make sure that the tourism's uh, all in order and to to grow in order. Uh, uh, compared to, for example, the agriculture, the, uh, the government has done that. The government has set up a agro bank. Uh, initially, it was very high risk. Now, every, uh, all the banks wants to to venture into this uh, to give loans to these uh, agriculture products, especially durian, eh? <clears throat> and the enforcement and regulations. So we need to in, to encourage all the players, all the the youngsters, the youth, the older to 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 join the tourism industry. Uh, at the moment now, only Sundar and Bahad can can be able to endorse by the Ministry of uh, Tourism. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of community-based uh, platform, especially Cooperasi, the co-op. Cooperative, they have thousands of cooperatives which comprise of local community. Can we in- encourage them to join the tourism industry? Uh, at the moment, the, based on the Akta Industry Pelajungan, they, they you, you need to have a Sundar and Bahad. Is, uh, but if we can extend it, we can revisit this ACTA, this Act, we, we hope that we can encourage all, especially the co-ops, mm-hmm. cooperatives. So they can be able to come in, they'll be able to, uh, once they benefit, they will get the benefit, the return. The whole industry, the whole community base will benefit. So these are the, some of the things. Oh. Uh, long, long list, but I hope that uh, is uh, high hopes for us. <laughs> I mean, yes, the, the way that you just mentioned everything, I can list down a whole lot of things. <laughs> um, we're talking about investments, we're talking about uh, uh, which package should we focus on from weddings to like glamping should it be a niche in Malaysia or not uh, even cruise you did mention there's not enough cruise here in Malaysia but we are surrounded by the seas particularly Langkawi <laughs> so should there be no cruises so it totally depends on budget 2023 so we'll have to wait for that but anyway is there anything else you'd like to add well I think I, I think it's uh, not only the tourism industry will benefit from the uh, from the tourism initiatives uh, it's, it, it's like a big door when the tourism industry flourishes, I think I'm sure that the economy of the country will flourish. More money coming in, I think it will be better for the ringgit to, to strengthen and uh, more jobs for our locals. So these are the things. Uh. So we need to, uh, to, to think of revolutions to make sure that there's contents. We need a lot of culture show. If, if uh, tourists come and ask me, where can I enjoy a culture show here in KL? I was, you know, I was put back. I don't know where to, where, where, where can I send them? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could go to Bali, there's a, there's a culture show there. If you go to Phuket, the culture show there. So, uh, it, it's very expensive. So we need to encourage these cultural operators, uh, mm-hmm. to create this kind of activities. So these, these are the things, uh, uh, it's not only one man show, but it requires a national show. This is, uh, our hope. Then we hope that everybody, uh, we also thanks to Malaysians for giving out, uh, support, good support, uh, to our tourism industry. Also. Now, Thank you very much for that. We're talking to Zaidi Udani, President of Malaysia Tourism Council and President of uh, Mita. We're talking about sustainable tourism industry. We're also joined by Langkawi FM's DJ Natia. Thank you so much, DJ Natia, uh, for you know participating in today's interview as well. Um, how's the weather there so far? Um, how's the weather there so far? The weather on this island, look, yeah, it is really, really hot right now. It's <laughs> super hot. 
<laughs> support. All right. Now, thank you so much uh, to yeah. our guests, and uh, thank you very much to the crew in Langkawi FM, and also uh, promo Trunkaf, uh, Tracks FM Langkawi face to face activate special link up every Thursday at eleven fifteen a.m. So check that out. But anyway, Langkawi FM on social media as well, and also RTM. Click. Thank you so much, DJ Nate, and for everybody there uh, joining us today. Thank you very much, Otto. All right, so there you have it. Uh, we were talking to Zaidi Gudanis, President of Malaysia Tourism Council and President of Mita. Thank you so much for uh, some of your questions on our Facebook page because we are going live on Facebook page. But anyway, it's the final hour and we have the news coming up at the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. So yeah, for now, we've got more music lined up right here on Tracks. Good morning, Malaysia. You got it locked on the best radio station. Tracks FM.